1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, Me and Dave know that we often joke about suicide and death, and we just want you to know that we don't really take it lightly. We're actually very concerned about you. If you have uh, suicidal thoughts or any sort of suicidal ideation going on in your mind right now, that you would take the time, put down the podcast, and call 1-800-273-TALK. Uh, that's 1-800-273-8255 it's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline they can get you the resources to help you and Dave and I really want you to stay with us so we're happy that you're with us and check them out thank you
2: you know just
1: trying to quench your thirst. Uh, and you're trying yes. to quench your racist thirst. There you go. <laughs> Might
0: I recommend a white Powerade. White Powerade. <laughs> You can get it fucking everywhere. It's true. There is a white Powerade, and you can get it anywhere. Look looking that up for no reason. Power—they call it the the way that it's written online is Powerade White Cherry. But you're not fooling me. No,
1: dude, it, this is a it's this white is a Powerade exclusive for the clan. <laughs> yeah, David dude? Duke
0: submitted this. We got to make or- a white right <laughs> and put some cherries in. it. <laughs> yeah,
1: put so, some cherries. So it's like a virgin.
0: Cherries Nice <laughs> I love the idea that they weren't gonna put a flavor in it They just wanted to make a white Powerade And they're like Put a fucking cherry in it Cause I have a sweet tooth, Daryl <laughs> I'm sweet I'm But I'm sweet. not that sweet <laughs> I'm sweet and I'm powerful and I'm white White Powerade Dude. Do you ever need to run fast Like away from black people No. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude. laughs> new Aryan
1: wave power feel the wave feel the wave dude there's this video that keeps getting shared on Facebook and there's so many things like I've seen pop up on
0: Netflix oh Hitler talking that video (laughs) (laughs) that's exclusively what I watch yeah thanks Jordan Peterson algorithm you know that's a Netflix original
1: but it's all these it's all these like things that are about like uh, we've gone inside to see what the clan is really like. Oh right, and it's like this sort of like we're non-judgmental. We just want to like make a connection with another human being. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you? What are you doing? talking about? There's like so many weird documentaries. We're I've non-judgmental. I know, right? I mean, it's to it's to be like, well, <laughs> we're not going to judge the white brotherhood. Br- I'm like, are you fucking insane? Like. Just shut the... You're not helping. We
0: just want to go fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not racist, but I do fuck racists. Well,
1: like, dude, that's exactly (laughs) what happened. uh, There's a
0: Facebook video
1: that keeps getting circulated that's all like, I used to be a Klansman. It's this dude who's like
2: 270 pounds. And now I run
0: Hair Club (laughs) for Men. <laughs> I'm not just a client, I'm a I'm racist. Also a
2: racist. <laughs> yeah, there's uh,
0: this dude who's
1: like really big and he's like, I used to be a Klansman and now like my wife is black. And like that's the whole what? Facebook video uh, is just like how how amazing. This former Klansman married a black woman. How progressive. It's just like, yeah, that doesn't fucking
0: matter. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's totally that's funny because that is good. And yeah, like Yeah, yeah. But it's like for someone to have been in the KKK and then be like, "Oh, that's bad and I know that now." Then good good. <laughs> but it's also not like, "Oh, yeah, this is my hero." <laughs>
2: like <laughs>
1: Exactly. My hero is It's just now generally... he finally
0: did it. Yeah. <laughs> Like
1: I no longer drink white Powerade. <laughs> I'm saying I'm a hero, as good as
0: a firefighter or a cop. Look, man, I'm not drinking the white Powerade. Um, <laughs> guys, um, I was I do think that's cool though that like yeah. someone who's a white power activist. I know
1: it's just weird. why did I
0: call them an activist?
1: Well, the, I don't know. <laughs> if he, he might be actually in the video, but I don't know. It's it's more like I I get upset when I start seeing trends happen, which I'm like, what's Happening in the algorithm of Facebook and Netflix where they're trying to really show this. Like a good example is like every time there's a shooting by a cop, there seems to always be a video within that week that's like, here's a cop playing basketball with some kids in the neighborhood. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, see, cops aren't always bang bang. Sometimes they're shooting hoops. (laughs) I wish cops just (laughs) shoot.
0: Just cops just kept getting (laughs) shoot hoops, not bullets. (laughs) Shoot hoops, not unarmed civilians. I hope the cops (laughs) keep
1: getting in trouble, and like cops just have to get so incredible at basketball they become the new Harlem
0: Globetrotters. Wouldn't it be nice if basketballs on guns and shit, dude? (laughs) It is true; those videos do come out, and what would be really nice would be if like. If the videos weren't of cops, like, playing with kids, it would be of cops in, like, every precinct around America that hates that violence just going, we are so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We are not, like, we are taking steps to not be like this. We do not support this. Did you see that? I think it was Minneapolis. I think it was some precinct in Minnesota. Uh, They were, like... They came out with this thing that that said, uh, yeah, our uh, shooting rate is the lowest in the country, and it's because we train our cops to keep the finger off of the trigger. <laughs> How about don't draw your gun initially? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sh- yes, absolutely. But I did really like this thing I saw where they were like, yeah, we basically kill no one that we're not supposed to because we train our cops are Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> honestly we've reduced you because we've instructed each one of our cops to place his gun inside of his mouth <laughs> before drawing it on the perpetrator the cop has the option to blow his own head off <laughs> yeah i don't know man guys
0: uh you're listening to suicide oh shit, do that <laughs> this is how long we've we been aristotle how long we've we been going so far Six minutes. We didn't even fucking say the name in six minutes. (laughs) Shit. Suicide Buddies, this is a comedy
1: mental health podcast hosted by me, Hampton Young. And me, Dave Ross. David to the Ross.
0: Yeah, we're comedians who've dealt with suicidal thoughts and uh, depression, so we joke around about it. Sometimes it gets dark. You heard the little PSA at the beginning. We're not trying to get you to kill yourself. We don't think it's funny.
1: That would be legit That would be crazy.
2: <laughs> if we, this was
1: like a cult of a podcast where it's like, well, the podcast told me to kill myself. Yeah. And now I'm going to go check out Hampton stand-up. <laughs>
0: I get in my, yeah, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Yeah. Get in your coffin often, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like my audience dead, like I like, I like my coffee. Audience. Yeah, drink
1: like my audience like I like my <laughs> coffee dead from suicide
2: <laughs>
1: with a bullet hole in their head. Uh, guys, uh, all news is good news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good lord, I know. Oh uh, lord, no, I no, no, no. What I was saying I was, I just want to promo the T-shirt, Dave. Yeah, beautiful, but also beautiful T-shirt we have. Yes, we do so. have a T-shirt. I mean, it's the feelings T-shirt, you guys. It's a nice way to support the pod, and also clothe yourself. Yeah, you know, it's
0: comfortable. Do you not have a shirt?
2: (laughs) 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 That's the demographic I want to hit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somebody who's just
1: unkempt is eating Cheetos. Fre- freely falling onto their chest hairs. Are you
0: so sad that you got no shirt? <laughs> then you should get a shirt and feel better. Hey, dummy, get a shirt. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no fuck you. The shirt is the shirt from the logo for the show that Hampton and I are wearing that says feelings. You can buy it. It's 20 bucks. com slash suicide buddies dash feelings. <laughs> <Pow! laughs> I want to finish what I was saying describing the podcast, and it's because... I get really nervous that someone will listen to a standalone episode of the show and get the wrong impression. You know what I mean? <laughs> did you see our latest one-star review on iTunes? <laughs> no, and I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to read it. Yeah,
1: that, that type of person.
0: Oh my god. Oh really? What did they say? They're like within twenty seconds. I was like, "Fuck these guys!" Really? Really? Like in what way? I I haven't like, read the re- I guys. haven't read the
1: rest of it, but they were like within 20 seconds. I was like, "Fuck these assholes!"
0: Oh wow, ass. Okay, <laughs> did it seem like they were saying assholes because we talk about suicide, or they just don't like us as people?
1: I I don't know. Huh, I not. assume honestly they don't
0: like me as a person. Right, Well, that's probably it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm saying we probably couldn't hang too good me <laughs> and that person. I'm really
0: getting to a point where I don't care, man. I um, at first, it hurt my feelings because it's a new podcast, but I've had so many things get critiqued. Not everyone's gonna like us. I love it when people okay. message us sometimes people will tweet at us every now and then and be like, your podcast isn't funny. And it's like, man, you know what that means? That means that it was so unfunny to them that it upset them to such a degree they had to find us and tell I us. I know.
2: That's, that's crazy. It's more like
1: just super funny to me at this point. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody can read that many nice comments and then it's like, you know what? Voice of dissent, I have to be here. Sucks. <laughs> Yeah. And then to have like a shitty argument with like 20 seconds? It fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> dude, it's just funny to be at this That's point. That's amazing to be like 20 seconds in, fuck them. <laughs> like, wow, you are go- moving through a lot of content in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I give uh, it 20 seconds. Nobody. No? They didn't talk about the things I think about? Well, I'm fucking out of here.
1: I started fucking somebody for 20 seconds and then I was like, this is gross. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly. um, okay, no, but what I was trying to finish saying was uh that it's a podcast about where we talk about suicidal thoughts and we joke around about it uh but you know, if you're on the verge, we don't think it's funny that you're suicidal. That's all I was trying to say ten minutes ago. Uh, I just think it's important to say inside the episode whenever we start saying it because I th- yeah like. And if you're listening to the, uh, the, the show and you've listened to it before, you know we say this all the time, and you're probably like, okay. we Actually, one of our fun reviews was a guy who said, uh, who said, yeah, I listened to an episode of this, and uh, they said it like in a PSA at the beginning, and then they clarified within that they're joking around about suicide. Seems like these guys are insecure about that. <laughs> and I was like, yes, of course we are. <laughs> We don't want people to kill themselves.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little insecure. Yeah. Do you not think that that's
0: delicate subject matter? Did I come
1: off like a Woody Allen insecure type about you killing yourself? Especially
0: if we're going to be the type of dark pieces (laughs) of shit that go on a show and we're like, all noose is good noose. LOL, fair, cops should kill themselves. To be fair, that was mostly the Daves of the podcast. <laughs> uh, yes, I am both the person that makes those jokes and says, don't kill yourself. And, well, huh. Wonder why I'm the one that's worried. You no, know?
1: I, I agree. I mean, like, uh, oh, you agree. I don't think we are, you know, like mental health experts or anything by any means. And like, oh, I, I wow. hope our advice is at least helpful. And I think it's awesome when like people write us. And they yeah. tell us like that, you know, they that the podcast made a difference. In Did you know
0: that advice was the original name for Vice magazine? Advice, <laughs> advice magazine. Yeah, man. It used to be like really crazy advice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, advice. Uh, I have a question. Uh, what what should I do? I'm a little. Uh, I'm a school child in uh uh-huh. in high school. Yeah, fucking give it I'm to wor- me. I'm worried about bullying and all the bullying I'm going to You should get. do coke. Oh, That's what you should God. do. I should go to Venezuela and yeah, do coke. Yeah, you should go to
0: Venezuela and do <laughs> coke. Yeah. And right. then you should fly to Africa and get involved in some revolution there and die. All right. You, you asked me a question. Here we go. Advice. Uh, okay. <laughs> I um, um So my girlfriend dumped me and uh, she's the only woman I've ever loved. And I'm having trouble getting out of bed. All right, straight up, you're going to want to take a flight to the North Pole. Got it. To do some key bumps off a switchblade. You're going
1: to be doing coke all night with one of Hunter S. Thompson's children. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) While
0: I'm there, can I kill a penguin? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Fat birds that live in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Dude, someone made a Fat Birds in the Snow fake DVD cover. Was
1: that our last episode
0: that we did that joke? The one that hasn't come out yet? Yeah. No, it has come out yet Because someone tweeted at us (laughs) (laughs) You Uh, fucking You fucking loser (laughs) I don't know if it was our last It was not our last episode Because this, this is coming out We're recording this early Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Somebody made us a really funny meme off of the last episode. So honestly, I really—that's uh, a huge highlight of my at day. At Valium Zombie, at Valium Zombie made <laughs> a Fat Birds in the Snow fake DVD cover <laughs> of March of the Penguins. It's a March of the Penguins joke. You know, imagine if that movie were called that. Morgan you guys Freeman, listen to the show. Morgan Freeman narrating Fat Birds in the Snow. At Valium Zombie, thank you so much. You're the fucking best. Honestly, the sisters got to the Fat Birds at the Snow. <laughs> The sisters got to the fat birds in the snow. Oh, that's right. It's uh, narrated by Morgan Freeman, Uh, known pedophile Morgan Morgan Freeman, known
1: rapist pedophile
0: Morgan Freeman. He is. What is the thing that he did? What did he? He had sex with his granddaughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Remind me to fucking end my life. (laughs) What a d- well, there
2: I
1: go again, <laughs> not having that- sex with my granddaughter <laughs> yeah. in a dance as old as time itself.
0: It's not that Morgan Freeman affects me that deeply. It's like, God, living a life where you're like, what did Morgan Freeman do again? He had sex with his granddaughter. Oh, this is a normal, casual conversation I fucking have? <laughs> it's not, honestly,
1: it. It, I mean, it's a pretty muddy situation. Uh, but oh, it's muddy? It's muddy. There was one thing also where one time um, he... Flipped a car that he was in with like a woman. Like sold it? Oh. (laughs) Morgan Freeman's free cars roundhouse. Everybody, you're going to get a free car. Come to Morgan Freeman's free cars. Cars aren't free, but that's just the title of the business. Free man. Free man, free free car. Free car. (laughs) Um, No, he flipped a car like with a a woman in it. (laughs) With a woman in it and like... One of his first responses to like EMTs on the field was like, "I'm not sleeping with her." (laughs) One of the first responses to the first responders, (laughs) you got to make sure that your first response to a first responder is the absolute. I did not fuck that
2: woman.
0: That's crazy,
1: (laughs) dude. Uncovered under all the rubble of 9/11, and they find you. It's like I didn't
0: fuck anybody. (laughs) They're like, "Okay, all right, we did." That's why we're the first responders. And then they wink. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hell nice. yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's had kind of like a... More like FD a nice A long y.
1: history of just putting his dick where it shouldn't go. Oh, wow. It's basically him. Great. In a nutshell. Plus, he's God. Way to go, dude. <laughs> Plus, he's God, so he can kind of do
0: that. Whoa. Oh, right. In both Evan and Bruce Almighty. In the whole fucking franchise. <laughs> Guys, if you've read... The Old when Testament. You've read Bruce when you read the
1: Old Testament and the New Testament, Bruce Almighty and Evan
0: Almighty, Yes, you would know the real scripture of the Lord. Bruce is God, <laughs> and then his son, Evan, died for our sins. Died for our sins.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, Morgan that's Freeman's way, garbage. That's the Yay. way
0: I interpret it. He has an earring, and I was like, give me a break. He's kind of denied it,
1: but I mean, anyway.
0: Right. Well, I don't even know uh, anything about it (laughs) except what you just told me.
1: You have a stunning, like stunning lack of interest in TMZ type news.
0: Oh, I hate it. dude. Yeah,
1: you hate all that sort of oh, thing. Oh God, I don't care. I feel like I'm always breaking these stories. <laughs> well, I do to care you. to
0: know when people are abusers and harassers right. and stuff. I'm,
1: I'm fascinated though, so it's like I always feel like I'm I'm way ahead of the curve, and I'm always spoiling it
0: for people. Because they'll be like, oh, yeah, that was a real spoiler. I was going to watch E! News tonight.
1: I was going to watch the Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein produced film. God damn it. I'm still
0: not all caught up <laughs> on all the episodes of the news. <laughs> and you're spoiling them for me. <laughs>
1: um, the news is very positive, dude. There's, they always say live at the bottom corner. <laughs> nice, dude. There you go. Hell yeah, nice, Oh, yeah, dude. jokes. Dude, jokes, nice. jokes. Hell yeah,
0: dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> oh, hell yeah dude. Nice, dude. Um, all right, dude. Here's the deal. I need to get a white power aid so I can get my fucking bearings. You know what take I mean? Take a break. And then, yeah, take a break, pound a white power aid. Uh, have they really not thought about it, dude? Because you could say white power aid, but white power aid. That
1: would be the funniest thing if like Elon
0: Musk was like, what we need to do is we need
1: to convert all of the U.S. energy into white power. <laughs> Have we thought about
0: harnessing white power? A lot also, of people say that I really it's don't appreciate. I get that it's white cherry, dude, and fucking hear me out, dude, but I fucking get that it's white cherry, but how are you going to have a white power aid and no black power aid?
1: That's there's, what I'm saying. And there's
0: also no brown power Honestly, aid. Honestly, that's oil. Yeah, dude. Oil and diarrhea. Yeah. Well, they should sell oil and diarrhea <laughs> with electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I getting sick?
1: <laughs> I'm just pounding these Power aids? Ugh. oil and
0: diarrhea. <laughs> this is—we are painting the worst picture of the aid company that they make the white and Powerade cherry and they make the black Powerade.
1: That's what really sucks is that we got the sponsorship finally from the aid company. Yeah, and this is how we spend it.
2: Dave.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and they're not going to be playing that ad on this show. <laughs> Can't dynamically insert that. <laughs> Hampton, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you are recording an album on yeah. August 31st and September 1st at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, Illinois. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Murphy nice Murphy's opening up for you. Yes, and yes.
1: Uh, Brianna Murphy, good friend. Uh, everyone in Chicago, please come out to this album recording. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I am so ready to fucking be done with all of this material <laughs> over the two nights. I think I'm going to record
0: what a great ad for <laughs> dude, your recording.
1: No, I'm so sick so, of the jokes
0: you're going to hear. Dude, that's when it's ready. It's going to be no fun That's when it's ready to be recorded. You know what would make me f- really happy would be if you went to this and you watched Brianna, who's <laughs> incredible, and then you left. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Why are you fighting this? You're saying, "Oh, his material's gonna suck now." That he's tired of it. She wants Brianna and leave. Dave, <laughs> I'm just over here having fun. No one's gonna actually do that. Well, and no one thinks I want. Honestly, that. Dave, you're uh-uh. being weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs>
1: Uh, please come out August 31st and September 1st at the Lincoln Lodge uh, at 8pm I'm recording an album please come out it'd be great Chicago
0: and if you're in LA September 1st I'm headlining the Yoohoo Room at Flappers (laughs) that's true (laughs) dude it was fun last time I was there yeah I haven't been there in a minute but don't go to that go to Good Heroin my Saturday show actually yeah Go to Good (laughs) Heroin
1: Good Heroin one of the best shows in LA
0: (laughs) god it's been so much fun lately too Um, cool man who are we talking about
1: Uh, Today, we're talking about Jack Ryan, uh, the father. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) From the Amazon show? Dude, it's John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's a different Jack Ryan. We lost Krasinski? (laughs) Dude, that's like my favorite thing is that... They got Jim from The Office to play Jack Ryan in that Amazon show. So weird. Like I imagine, like he sees a terrorist event, like a nine eleven, and then he just he's looks just like,
0: at mm. looks at the camera and he's like, <laughs> "Can you believe Dwight today, Man. <laughs> running a plane into a building?" <laughs> That's not the first thing he's done like that, though. He was the main character in that movie, Thirteen Hours. He's done a couple soldier things. Yeah, he
1: tried to really bulk up. This is a different Jack Ryan. This Jack well, sure. Ryan. <laughs> this Jack Ryan is the father of. Barbie the doll.
0: Oh. Yeah, so we'll be
1: talking about that when we come back from the break.
0: The the father. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a doll.
2: Doesn't matter what they say.
1: I want to see John Krasinski in like a movie where like Osama Bilan is like Michael Scott from The Office.
0: <laughs> Haven't you already made this joke like like 5 seconds ago? Yeah. Basically. Okay. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Good, good, good. good, good, good. Same, good. Same, same joke. Uh-huh. Different. Okay. I mean I absolutely would love to see an office comedy about <laughs> Osama it's called The Cave. The Osama. <laughs> the Osama. <laughs> and like,
1: Osama Bin Laden's just like, I'm in love with Pam.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I feel. Wait, so. <laughs> so. John Krasinski plays Osama bin Laden. Well, now in the Osama.
1: <laughs> I can't fight this creative, you know, direction. No, it totally makes perfect man. sense. No, I it's mean, basically already say a yes. TV show.
0: Just say yes. I already said yes. Yeah, I said yes with my eyes. Now, of course, the show is based <laughs> off of the British version of the Osama, right? No, yeah, which was way more awkward, <laughs> way better. <laughs> yeah, no, not better, just more awkward. And I will I will carry this to my dying breath. A
1: bit more walking. Everyone's like, isn't it? it's
0: so much funnier. No, it just makes your skin crawl. But that's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you see um what was it? Aristotle we were talking about a quiet place or is it the quiet place?
0: A quiet place. Extremely quiet and incredibly place.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, did you see that? <laughs> Extremely quiet and incredibly place. Yes.
1: Yeah, don't make it's a, a noise, movie. otherwise 9 is going to happen.
0: <laughs> no one make a noise. Yeah. If you make a noise, the Osama's going to kill you. Oh, yeah, I saw that movie, Uh, You Shut Your Mouth. Is that what you're <laughs> talking
2: about? You what? Shut
0: Your Fucking Mouth. Because <laughs> we're in a quiet place oh, right now. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: John Krasinski made a Red Pill Bro movie? Yeah. You Shut Your Mouth, fucking family. <laughs> I'm the only one who can talk.
0: He's just a white Powerade dad. <laughs> You shut your mouth and you get on the fucking treadmill, you there coward. That's how I'm gonna raise my kids. Full circle, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jack Ryan, and I'm your fucking dad.
1: I know it was kind of hard <laughs> to research this suicide because his name is Jack Ryan. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of Tom Clancy really fucked that name up. I know. What's it? What the fuck, dude? I'm this sick of Tom. <laughs> uh, Jack Ryan. Out. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, is basically sure.
1: the father of Barbie. As I said before in the thing. Uh, he killed himself. But he's a person? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most. How does a person
0: out. wait be the father of a doll? <laughs> so he fucked a doll? Wait, wait so Barbie's half person? <laughs>
1: it's not like Yogi Bear or like Popeye. It's like a real guy. It's a real doll? Wait, we're talking about a real doll? <laughs>
0: Dave, Jack Ryan was the first real doll to kill himself. (laughs) We've been talking about men and women, but can we finally, could someone, we get an email from a real doll It's like, could you talk about a real doll just one time? (laughs) Could this be a diverse podcast, please? I'm just going to full disclosure right at the top say,
1: Jack Ryan does not seem like a great guy. So, Well, yeah,
0: he kills all those people for the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) No, this Jack Ryan, Dave. The Barbie guy. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that they're the same guy. You know, damn it. <laughs> there goes the whole reveal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the blowing he, he my mind part? Barbie in Afghanistan to fight the terrorists.
0: Oh, he, man. Th-
1: he knew that her radicalized feminization would blow their minds.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm learning so much about Barbie right now.
1: Klaus Barbie, the Nazi?
0: Did Jack Ryan also create Ken? Um, because I prefer Ken.
1: Probably, actually, (laughs)
0: yeah. You would think.
1: Uh, He, I have to keep saying he's the father of Barbie because Mm -hmm. there's a mother of Barbie also. Like it's it's Uh, kind of a more complicated story. So he's
0: not the creator of Barbie.
1: He kind of is though. It's it's definitely like a double. Like it takes both of these people to have made this doll be this successful thing. It takes a village to make a Barbie. (laughs) Barbie to date is still the most uh, sold
0: popular doll ever. Oh. Yeah. And it, you can't even fuck it. <laughs> That's crazy.
2: That's what's crazy. That's to
1: crazy. You? That you can't fuck an eleven inch doll. <laughs> yes. Well, it's not crazy to How that tiny you... is your penis? <laughs> it's not crazy to me that you baffled. can't
0: fuck an eleven inch doll. It's crazy to me that the most sold doll is a doll you can't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is what where I'm saying. Where
1: do you see society
0: going? I see society where it is now through a very clear lens. <laughs> you,
1: like, you like go to a supermarket, see a bunch of watermelons. You're like, well, there's no holes drilled in these to fuck. Like, why would anybody buy a
0: watermelon if you can't fuck it? No. Well, hold on. You need. You also need to eat. I'm not crazy. I'm just saying. What's the purpose of a doll? No. Except you're to crazy. Fuck? <laughs> Name one thing you do with a doll that isn't fucking it. Go. Children's fun. (laughs) Well, you seem like a pedophile. (laughs) Okay, look. I
2: admit,
1: this is where it gets really weird with this guy. Jack Ryan. Like, This is why I say I don't know if he's really a good dude. Where? Where he created a doll you can't fuck? I think his thing was he wanted to create a doll that you could fuck. Oh, boy. Like, he was definitely a sexual addict. Oh, wow. Which kind of ultimately led to his demise, uh, as we'll get into. But he was a uh, Yale-educated engineer. Did he drown
0: in cum? Is that what you meant?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're... You're locked in, all right, here's the riddle. You're locked in a closed room. You can't stop beating off. You're filling the room slowly with cum. You're going to drown in your own cum because you can't stop beating off. And there's no
0: Wookiee there or anything to help you. Dave, and you know why you can't stop beating off?
1: Because of Pam Anderson. (laughs)
0: Just the very idea of Pamela Anderson, dude. Whoa, dude. Dude, are we talking Baywatch Pam or barbed wire Pam?
1: I used to do a really dumb joke uh that was all about like how sexual addiction is not a real thing. Uh-huh. Like I was like, cause you'll never like see someone coming out like all dirty and disheveled out of like an alley and be like, hey,
0: I'll suck your dick for some cum. No, oh, I know this joke.
1: It's like everybody wins. I love that joke. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I've quoted that joke to people. I think it's on Ham Hampton. One, one of
1: my albums. Uh so he he definitely like had that going on. I don't okay. know if that qualifies you necessarily as a bad guy, but it seems like he didn't treat people a sex addict? super
0: well. Yeah, you can be a sex addict and take care of it. Yeah, like like Dave Duchovny, you know, you
1: can be a good guy.
0: (laughs) Okay. I don't know anything about David
1: Duchovny.
2: (laughs) This is what I'm saying.
0: You don't follow the news like I do, Dave. I feel like what happened is you just watched Red Shoe Diaries and then you watched uh, Californication and you're like, this guy's a piece of (laughs) shit. David Duchovny had to go to sexual rehabilitation
1: for like a long time, like only like two years ago or three years ago. Well, yeah, after he talked to all those aliens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know he's you. just always been a guy like that i, oh, I don't wow. know I if he's know necessarily, a necessarily a bad guy that's funny
0: to know that and know like two of his biggest shows i know were sexual huh? yeah
1: right it's like you make californication which is entirely a show about like i'm basically david Duchovny getting his dick sucked <laughs> yeah by the way i have sexual addiction
0: weird <laughs> so weird Okay, well, well, so
1: this guy was a very educated individual. He went to Yale. He got a degree in engineering, and he actually went to go work for Raytheon, which I don't know if you know the company. They're kind of like Lockheed Martin, they yeah. invented missiles, basically. So he designed two types of missiles
0: for Raytheon a boy missile and a girl <laughs> missile.
1: <laughs> you get to wear a little designer outfit on your missile. Ooh, my missile comes with a purse.
0: <laughs> The all-new Malibu Patriot Missile.
1: <laughs> Malibu Patriot Missile. It's got a little bikini top on it.
0: Yeah, it's got a little convertible it can sit in.
1: I'm off to find insurgents.
0: <laughs> this hey missile boys. fires out of the beach.
1: Math is hard, but not the telemetry to kill opposing force across overseas. That's good math. So he had this whole like like career in designing rockets like rockets that are still used basically today and like weapons of death which i find very funny that like then he started doing kind of like um freelance work for toy companies whoa and one such toy company was mattel Which at
0: the time was he made missiles and then he worked for mattel it's like how the guy from city sound system (laughs) used to write for snl Same thing. Same thing. Same thing, dude. Yeah. SNL is missiles and LCD sound system is Barbie. And I kind of actually agree with that. So you just come up with examples that don't aren't real. No, that is a real example. Wait. I, but it was a joke. The LCD sound system guy? He wrote for SNL, yeah. you're. Sh- are you kidding? No, I'm serious. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he was a TV writer and he got that job and then he was like, I hate this. And then he was like... Went back to New York and was like a scene party dude, and he just would go to I parties. Heard about
1: that part, like I kind of yeah watched
0: his biography.
1: I didn't know he even fucking wrote for SNL. Yeah, that's when in his twenties. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jack Ryan didn't write for SNL. He didn't write Miss Swan or Stewart from Mad TV.
0: Uh. <laughs> oh yeah. I wonder what <laughs> sketches he wrote. James Murphy. He probably James didn't get Mur- one on
1: James Murphy. Um.
0: Well, Jack Ryan was doing kind of
1: this freelance work for Mattel, which at the time was run by this... Which is a
0: great cover. A
1: great woman, (laughs) great company, run by Ruth Handler and her husband, Elliot. Okay. Uh, And they were a pretty simple toy company at first. Like, all the basics of toys were like a toy guitar, a toy drum set, or like a rocking horse, or some shit like that. Army
0: men, shit like that, yeah. Yeah. But what
1: they're kind of starting to see, especially Ruth, and I think also Jack... For different reasons. Ruth, Ruth was very interested in making some sort of, like... Missile. A, <laughs> a <laughs> missile doll to strike fear in the heart of America. She wanted to make a doll that would kind of appeal to girls having more imaginative play. Oh, because okay. like boys basically could be like su- like uh, a spaceman or a cowboy or a knight, oh. and there was nothing really in the girl market. All they had were baby dolls, like, yeah, or like paper paper dolls. Oh, were wow. the extent of like fashion play, huh? Which is what they kind of really spearheaded with Barbie. Huh. So she kind of sees this void in the business. I think Jack also was kind of like there needs to be like a a woman doll. <laughs> like the mm-hmm.
0: sex addict
1: is kind of like, yeah, there needs to be like a woman doll, you know, woman doll.
0: How do you know he was a sex addict? Are we going to get to that later? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We definitely get to, I mean, it's like, it's a hundred percent
1: like his yeah, deal. Yeah. So, um, while Ruth is, uh, visiting in Germany, she finds this, uh, this doll, which is actually like a miniature sex doll that's being sold around like sex shops. That is kind of the basis of Barbie. What? She sees this doll and she's like, oh, this could be like so not a sexy it.
0: doll. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like you couldn't fuck it, but it was like almost like here's like a tiny version of a nude woman. Right. And here's like a sexy lingerie. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah. Make
0: it tiny. Take off the pussy. That's Barbie. <laughs>
1: Yes. So like she brings it back. Jack Ryan's like, "That's exactly the fucking doll." Whoa. Like a sex doll. And then she's like, "Well, we can't go to like market with this." And he's like, "Well, let's just file off the nipples and like smooth off the vagina."
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. She's
1: like, "Okay, cool." So he has all like the engineering expertise to like really like make this doll
0: not have nipples not or a vagina. Be exactly that doll <laughs>
1: and be like a playable doll. Like so he gave it like uh like it can swing waist torso. Waist, yeah, torso yeah. swing. It could, like, uh, bend the knees and stuff, which are very, like, identifiable with Barbies. Is like you could, like, like snap in the, the leg and make it bend and everything. Right. You can bend the leg, right? But I don't think Barbies bend at the knees. Uh, at the knees, but not too much. Oh, okay. They're not that movable, but, like, at the time, it was kind of revolutionary. Yeah, oh, sure. And, like, so this doll, like, takes off. Also, Jack is, like, very, like, instrumental Horny. in being, like... Oh yeah exactly he's like this is gonna be huge
0: (laughs) like
1: sexy doll (laughs) wow and it's funny because like them as a company they like had a real problem like trying to sell it initially like they went to the like expos of toys and trying to sell it and people were like what the fuck is this like this is like
0: no one wants this a
1: sexy doll for children like go fuck yourself but what they did was was
0: that the thing with barbie it was sexy
1: at the time, no one had a
0: doll for children that had like breasts.
2: Oh wow! It was
0: a big deal. Oh sure, and it's like since they made it right. I know what Barbie looks like. They yeah. made it a shapely woman, right?
1: Yeah, they kind of actually like had a good reason for why they shaped Barbie the way they did, which is that you know she has a really long neck and a really like thin waist, right? And
0: the reason is that Jack was horny.
1: <laughs> well, some people are like, it didn't hurt that Jack was super horny, wow. <laughs> and maybe he just desired that. But it actually really helped to fit the clothing for Barbie. Huh. Like the way that they sold Barbie was like, you buy a doll and then you buy all the accessories. Sure. So it's kind of like how you would sell razor blades at the time. It's like you buy the razor, but then the blades are what's going to cost you. And you got to refill them and you got to keep getting the new ones and blah, blah, blah. So that was how (laughs) they
0: approached this. You buy the rope, but you got to tie it.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Suicide Bunnies. (laughs) (laughs) We sell a rope <laughs> <laughs> on our website. Buddy's rope.
2: <laughs>
0: the uh, world's first untieable rope. Well,
1: it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty weird because it's like the the outfits, I didn't realize. It's like when you make like a doll's clothing, you have to make it on like a- You got to hu- make it small. <laughs> you gotta, exactly. You got to make it small. I'm sorry. Now I'm interrupting you so much this on episode. Like, you have to make it on like a human-sized loom. There's Whoa. no tiny looms. So, if you're going to make a tiny doll's clothing, you have to just make it on, like, a human-sized apparatus. Whoa. All the designs. And you have to make it, like, functional. So, the thing is, like, you with Barbie, you could put on multiple coats. And with the long neck and the thin waist, like, it would look fashionable still. Sure. So, it was kind of like playing the fashion angle.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So, when, <laughs> so when they uh, started to really figure out how to market this, it's so funny. They, like, took advantage... Of the fact, they were like, okay, so everyone's like grossed out at how sexual this doll looks, right? Wow, that was a real big problem. Yeah, they That's couldn't crazy. sell it at first. Wow. It was just like super uphill battle. They're, they hired a psychologist who did like really fucked up kinds of psychology, apparently. And the way he decided for their marketing was like, well, the only thing that a mother in the 1950s would be more worried about than a really sexualized daughter is a tomboy daughter. So we're going to market this like you don't want your baby to become a tomboy and this is going to teach her grooming skills. And then they kind of in the first ad, they even show the natural progression of like Barbie goes from school to college to career to marriage. Like they just kind of craft this whole like this is what's going to happen for your daughter.
0: Whoa! Yeah, it was
1: basically like bros being like, "You don't want your kid to be gay." <laughs> like, what? That's literally the marketing.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: <laughs> it's crazy, and it worked. Yeah, it just like people were like, "Yes, that makes pr- this is exactly right place, right time for this kind of product." There's a vacuum already of like girls don't really have this kind of like. Imagine a career going to college with your to- toys. Sort of thing. Whoa. And so it just blew up. Jack was also like super instrumental in being like, we got to go to Japan to get them to mass produce this. And like... Why Japan? He just knew that that they could mass produce it to the level that they needed. Sure. So they produced like hundreds of thousands of these dolls. It just blew up overnight. Okay. And like he had the craziest contract, basically. Like when he worked for Mattel he was a rocket scientist and they were like this fledgling toy company that sold, you know, toy guitars and shit. So they didn't have the money to pay a rocket scientist. Right. So they cut him a deal where any toy he created, he would get 1.5% of all of the
0: profit. Okay. Wow.
1: (laughs) So this dude creates Barbie basically creates the entire patent way. It works. And it just blows up. This dude becomes insanely wealthy. Is one point five percent a lot? He is the only toy creator
0: to ever get such a deal. Oh, it's normally way less. It is
1: like you are you are contract under the
0: uh, like employer. It's actually so you get paid for your work, dude, but you don't get paid percentage.
1: Yeah, sure. the reason I kind of wanted to do this one is because this actually happened to like a family friend of mine. What? Like my mom knows the woman who created My Little Pony. <laughs> Whoa. She's like a family friend. Like I've known her like my whole life. And like she got paid one check, you know, to make you know, you're supposed to create do tall uh sorry, you're supposed to create dolls and stuff. And like Boy. you know, that was her job. And she created like a couple of other things, but the biggest was My Little Pony.
0: Wow. Yeah. And now and there's like yeah. Now she lives under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow! I don't know. She now goes to like conventions because like Brony culture is such a big thing.
0: Oh wow!
2: Like,
1: people are really into My Little Pony, so now she goes to conventions and like signs autographs and stuff.
0: Interesting.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. And it's kind of like the company fucked her over because they had like her initial design and then they just like repurposed
0: it and we're like,
1: now it's My Little Pony. You know, right. it's like,
0: you know, right? Of course. Yeah, they came up with the marketing and shit. Wow. So this
1: guy got, like,
0: he got a the deal of the
1: century. Sure, He got to be just a multimillionaire right. over the next, like, decade. And he went fucking crazy with it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The reason he was so obsessed with, like, creating um, this doll and, like, really figuring out its form is, like, he was just obsessed with sex. Like, he really, like, was obsessed with the female form. Okay. And so he cre- he bought up this property... Um, that was in Bel Air and then he fashioned it into a castle okay complete with a moat
0: <laughs> no way
1: yeah and then he started hosting orgies
0: of course he did
1: at his house <laughs> and they said in a year he'd have about 180
0: orgies wow yeah that's one every two days <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I know. Why don't you get tired?
1: I think it was like sometimes he'd have a
0: Bacchanal. Boc- <laughs> aren't you tired? Dude? Yeah, aren't you fucking tired, dude? I
1: don't know, man. I mean, this was his thing. I He went crazy. I don't know if it would be like every two days, but like he'd have Bacchanals, which sometimes would be like a week of fucking.
0: Yeah, right. And then
1: like a week off. You got to drink that white Powerade. You got yeah, to rehydrate. Totally. <laughs> got to get the electrolytes back in you you got to drink that white Powerade. And at the time, he had a family, but he would just keep them in a different part of the estate. While what? he would just host parties. Yeah.
0: Well, how big was his family? At the time- He had like he a had, wife and kids?
1: Yeah, he had a wife and two kids at the time. But then this dude would go on to be married five times. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> Did the wife get like oh, was she it- hated it. Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to she ask. She hated it, and the people at Mattel hated it. Oh, it was like, known and. Oh yeah, word got out. He w- he like literally put out like press ads, almost like I'm having parties at my place. Come get like your swinger. Fuck on. <laughs> what. Yeah, he just like went crazy with money. Wow, okay. Cuz he was paid this like awesome fucking salary. Yeah. You know, and he was still working at Mattel, working a good wage and everything and like really helping with Barbie. But Ruth, uh handler, who's, you know, the basic Owner other side. Yeah, she was really like the business savvy side. Sure. Uh she just hated this fucking dude.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Like she
1: couldn't believe this was happening. <laughs> yeah. So she's getting so mad And eventually, kind of like sues him, tries to make it seem like he didn't have any part of it, you know? Oh, wow. He has to go into like legal battles in the 70s. Okay. So now he's had a good like 15 year run.
0: So this uh, Barbie was created in the 50s? 50s, yeah. I
1: think 1955. Yeah. And then going on. And then about 1975, all this legal stuff finally hits the head. Like it's been kind of coming. But then they were just like, "All right, we're going to sue you. We don't like you. We want you out." Wow. Okay. You,
0: know? and you so, keep fucking yeah. everybody. <laughs> <You just> keep <laughs>
1: fucking. And apparently, his castle was getting even crazier. Like he. <laughs> what a
0: sentence. He literally added like a fuck dungeon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this dude was getting this dude. Out and I of would hand. not be able to hang out. <laughs> We are different people. If we're
1: going to hang out. You got to hang out at
0: my fuck dungeon. Man, yeah, in no totally. way. Am I, I just traveling. don't like to leave Glendale. That's my thing. <laughs> I don't want to go all the way to <laughs> Bel Air. Yeah, we have our own fuck dungeons in Glendale, and they're very sensible. And there's an <laughs> yeah. outback.
1: So, as with sexual addiction usually goes, he's getting really into cocaine and mm. alcohol.
0: Oh, are those two tied in a lot? A lot. Are they? I, yeah. I'm not aware of that. Well, because it
1: keeps the party going. Sure. it's kind of like you're just into partying right this dude didn't know what to do with money yeah basically like he's a very smart guy but i think he just had a bit of a you know sexual drive that was a little out of control and then the money just was like gasoline on the fucking right fire. of course it's just like you know what what happens when you give a
0: sociopath like an fucking infinite paycheck <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah it's funny that he got married, too. I mean, like, don't get married, man. I mean, just have fuck parties. What are you doing?
1: Him? I don't know, man. I, I don't know if he's I guess like, it's the 50s and 60s. Rump. Yeah. he His last wife was uh Zsa, Zsa Gabor. Whoa. Yeah. And he was Zsa, Zsa Gabor's sixth husband. Damn. So, and they broke up because he kept forcing her or wanting her to have, like, orgies. And she was like, this is, I didn't sign up for this. Like, they were neighbors in Bel Air, and that's how they kind of met. But then she was like,
0: okay, so this is like a nonstop thing for you. Oh, gonna, she thought that die. he just had sex parties every now and then? Well, I think especially during the 70s, like, key parties were not, like, oh, sure. so
1: completely
0: foreign. Right.
1: It was like, this is really weird and totally fine to be not acceptable, but, like... It was, I don't know, it was like coming in just as much as like rave music or some right. shit. Like it was like people... Yes, I've
0: heard this about the 70s. <laughs> I've heard tell that we are tame compared to the 70s. Man, the comedy store <laughs> in the 70s.
1: Dennis Leary snorted the ashes of Bill Hicks and did a five hour <laughs> set about how Reagan can suck his dick. That was real comedy. <laughs>
0: I love that he snorted the ashes of Bill Hicks because that would have happened in, like, 98. <laughs> no, dude, 93. 93, is that when Bill Hicks died?
1: I think he died early 90s. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, you, but you can snort ashes anytime, dude.
1: <laughs> That's the cool thing about ashes, dude. <laughs> They're just there, It's an dude. anytime
0: snack. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, once the body's burned, you can snort it whenever you want. And I've been saying that. Your leg is looking better and also still a little horrible. Yeah, my your, bruise. <laughs> your bruise is crazy, dude. This thing is fucked up, dude. It doesn't look like I a steak anymore. It looks like a tumor.
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs>
0: it looks like jaundiced a little bit. Yeah,
1: man. It doesn't hurt, and I know that it's getting better, but it's so funny. I haven't had a bruise this bad since I was like a fucking kid.
0: Yeah, it's a crazy huge bruise. I haven't
1: fallen that hard in a while. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) One time my
1: dad like fell super fucking hard from like he was standing on top of a countertop. This is only like five years ago. And he's old and he has like um, he had a stroke so he has to take like blood thinners. Okay. shit. So like if he gets a gash it's a big deal. Oh shit. And he fucking was like cleaning something fell like bashed his skull and was just like couldn't stop bleeding.
2: (laughs) What?
0: Damn. Like my family is just prone to. Oh I see. Hardcore falls i think a lot of people fall man no dude I'm the, I'm, yeah. the cool, I'm the toughest coolest.
1: i'm the toughest coolest you're clearly ever... tough dude no, no look i'm looking at, this, at your dude. bruise
0: right now and i'm like i want to have sex with hampton right now yeah you should be scared when this heals up and becomes stronger than before totally dude it, it's
1: whatever doesn't kill me makes me five times stronger <laughs> <laughs> that's a
0: scientific fact five times <laughs> if you stab me now i can survive stabbings whatever doesn't kill me <laughs> turns to stone so get ready for me to have fucking stone legs, dude. It does, man, it looks crazy. It looks like a crater, but with no actual I'll take crater. a photo.
1: I'll put it up. You guys can, if you guys are listening to we this and you want updates. to see how jacked
0: up my fucking leg is. We as yunt fans, yunt cunts, the yunt cunts need to, <laughs> you ever call your fans the cunts? <laughs> so here's kind of like. You ever think about how yunt rhymes with cunt? Is that new information for you? <laughs> That was literally how I'd introduce
1: myself in like fifth grade going on. Hi, I'm
2: Tampon Cunt. <laughs> I'm
1: Tampon Cunt. Rhymes with Hampton Yunt. Hey, how you doing? Would you like to
0: buy a car? <laughs> wow. Tampon Cunts, free cars. I would
1: just diffuse it as, at an early age and be like, my name's Hampton Yunt. It rhymes with Cunt. Anyway, let's be friends. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I kind of got the raw end because when I just started school, Tiny Tunes was like coming out. And Hampton. so Hampton. So yeah. literally everyone was like...
0: You're a fucking pig. You're yeah, a little you're pig this boy. Cartoon. You're a little fucking pig, aren't you? <laughs> was that what the, what the teachers would say? <laughs> yes.
1: <In> the, <laughs> when, they, when my... <laughs> Elementary school teachers would find me in the backwoods of West Virginia. They'd call me a little you, pig, you Dave, little fucking big boy. And they'd hold me down while my friends looked on, and they commit horrific acts oh, of wow.
0: Angry. That sounds awful.
1: Hey, come on, you little pig. We're going to teach you the alphabet. Starting with all the vowels.
0: E-I-O-U.
1: All the painful letters. All the ones that... Why are they painful? All the vowels are painful. Are they? Okay.
2: A-E-O-U. <laughs> Why? Why?
0: <laughs> Why? <laughs> all the painful letters, dude. Yeah, okay. You get it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. The ones that aren't painful are consonants. M. Yeah, M- they're p- constipated. M's I hear you. Nice. Yeah. S. T. It's all. Those don't hurt. S. T. M. M. S. T. M. M. P. Q. R. P. P. Just feels yeah. good to say those. This is a bit. W. <laughs> w. It's real, it warms my heart to hear that. Hey! <laughs> w. Okay. What, do you want to keep talking about Jack Ryan or I'm something? I'm trying to
1: remember where we were at.
0: We're talking about Jack Ryan.
1: <laughs> what about the me being a little pig? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh.
0: I just it came from nothing. I just looked saw your the bruise on your leg. So it was like not related to what we were talking about at all. <laughs> but you're talking about Josh Gabor was, was uh, his fifth wife and she was his sixth husband and then she left him because of the fuck parties. Yeah. And then he was going through legal troubles in. Going
1: through legal, legal troubles.
0: Legal. Sorry. Legal
1: troubles. He had to sell the castle.
0: Uh, for, at a,
1: no. Dude. At a fraction of the cost. Oh. He lost so much money during this whole legal battle because Ruth Handler was trying to destroy him.
0: Wow! And
1: Ruth Handler, honestly, not a great person either. Really? Because I looked into her; she like committed like such like fraud for this company, uh-huh. like to make Mattel be the institution it is. At one point, she like did like really shifty business practices where it was like shipping. A bunch of product that didn't sell to another location and then being like, well, it's shipped. So now we market as shipped, therefore sold and stuff. Weird. Yeah, like literally just fraud. <laughs> just fraud. And what she is got- it, like
0: tax fraud that would be?
1: That yeah, basically. You're okay. fudging the books. You're sure. making it sound like inventory got sold when it didn't get sold. You're making huh. your prof you're fudging your profits, which is way worse than what like Martha Stewart did which was just insider. Not newer taxes. Inside right? no, Martha Stewart got busted for insider trading. Okay. Just like your accountant being like, Hey, this stock's gonna like fall really dramatically, you should probably sell all that stock.
0: Oh wow. And
1: that's illegal. But Martha Stewart went to fucking jail. This woman just, like, got, like, a slap on the wrist and was like, just do some community service. What? And she had to, like, step down. But, like, she fucking committed huge fraud. Just, like, lied and said Mattel was doing great during bad years and, like, kept the company afloat. But, like, by lying. I
0: don't even understand how that's a good thing if you're, like, you just say you made more money than you made Mm -hmm. because you don't have the money. Mm -hmm. Well, How is that... How does that even work? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like... Uh, if well, you fudge I guess, the books, what's the purpose of that?
1: Um, you can keep the company going longer until like something else like comes in, like a windfall of money and shit. Like it's
0: kind of oh to like keep their stock up. I yeah, see. exactly. Oh, keep your stock up. Okay. Like
1: that's kind of the number one thing, really, when a company goes public and shit like yeah. Mattel did. So it's like you really just have to make sure the stock investors are like happy. Sure. At the end of the day. <laughs> And then shit really hits the fan. And you see this with businesses across America now. Like, you know, like when a company goes under it, isn't it crazy how fast they close down factories? Oh, yeah. And shit, like Walmart closed like like 300 or something of their locations recently, like overnight. Whoa, really? Yeah, like their stock took a dip and they were just like, all these shitty locations are closed. Everyone And everyone showed up to work and
0: was like, I guess I'm fired? Dude, Walmart is a... <laughs> Fucking awful company. God damn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so she's a piece of shit, and she's suing him. Wait, can you clarify why Why did he have to sell his house at the fraction of the price? Well, he was just getting, like... He was running out of money? He was cut off.
1: That's kind of the way they approached it first, was just like, he's cut off. We're not giving him the 1.5% anymore.
0: Whoa. So the
1: money's cut off.
0: That seems not legal.
1: Exactly. But this is the thing with lawsuits. Is like, people can do, like, really, like illegal actions and then it takes you five six years to get all settled so he had to move into like a four hundred dollar a month apartment and totally scale down everything he was still apparently completely obsessed with prostitutes (laughs) could not stop fucking he was depressed out of his mind and everything but eventually he did win the lawsuit and got like seven point five million dollars or something like restitution but it still really wasn't
0: like You know, it wasn't right. And then did he stop? He still didn't get his percentage after that? Uh, Well, what happened is the lawsuit
1: itself kind of drove him a little crazy, gave him a lot of stress. He had a heart attack. Whoa. Uh, And then his health started diminishing. This is the thing I think we've talked about before is like when a lawsuit is happening to you, it's like it's debilitating. It's just like I've lost everything. Yeah. And also, how am I going to get it back? So the stress level is crazy. He has um, a heart attack, and then I think like a couple years later, I want to say like four years later, he has a stroke. And then he's just like immobile for the most part. Like he can barely kind of move. And then like two years later, he uh,
0: shoots himself in the head. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) It is interesting how many stories we've heard of people going through lawsuits who do that.
1: Yeah, I've known some people, dude. It's fuck, really yeah, like family, friends, like my who dad committed knows, suicide. Yeah, businessmen who have lost everything, or are being like all of a sudden attacked by the government, like IRS or like the FBI has been like, you've done illegal like business practices. Whoa! And suddenly it's like, well, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. My dad's friend like killed himself,
0: Jesus. like over that
1: kind of thing. The government, like it, it all kind of like over time revealed itself this case, but it was basically like you commit fraud and then the government slowly is like, Hey, so we're going to like send you to like prison.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and stuff. Well,
0: that's stressful plus like a trial. It is. I just can't imagine how many like daily things you have to deal with mm-hmm. speaking to lawyers about they found this or they didn't find this or you're going to have to be deposed by yeah. these people now. Yeah it takes up so much of your time and just being in the court and everyone's staring at you. It becomes a whole
1: job. Yeah. Your job becomes having to just keep what you thought you had. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he had a very like fucked up life. Sounds like he lived like as hedonistic as you could possibly get. And he burned out pretty hard. I mean, like, you know, a big thing was he worked for a children's toy company and it's like, you're doing all these orgies, man. This might come back
0: to bite you. <laughs> right. It's possible. You know? I'm not saying, you know, I'm not well, trying to kink shame. Wow, they succeeded in. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, with him, it sounds like, like, yeah, who gives a shit if someone has sex parties all the time? If someone hires sex workers, who cares? Who cares? But it also sounds like he uh, didn't, uh, ob- like, listen to his family and what yeah. they wanted.
1: Yeah. He, and he didn't, wasn't listening <sighs> to anybody.
0: You didn't listen to anyone. And if the company you work for is like, could you be less public about this? You probably should, you know, because they have an image to keep up. I mean, just be good to the people around
1: you, for fuck's sake. Him and Ruth would just fight constantly, and it really became a contentious thing of like, who created Barbie? Oh, really? So she had kind of a claim because, you know, again, their story is really merged. Like, she found this doll, but upon them having meetings and talking about what they were trying to develop. But then the the Barbie doll... Um, Ruth had a daughter named Barbara, and oh. she says, "Oh, it's named after my daughter Barbara." And uh, Jack, his wife at the time, was named Barbara. No said, way! It's based off of my wife.
0: Yeah, but really, it's based off a of fuck doll.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's an engineer like- who saw a fuck doll and saw like, okay, this is like, you know, there's a there's a market for this. But the other thing that's actually kind of funny and really fucking weird is uh Ruth's other child, not Barbara, was her son Ken.
0: <laughs> oh wow.
1: <laughs> so her like the first imagining of like, you know, what Barbie could be uh started really with Ken and like that just uh, like unveiled this whole thing of like new jobs like, you know, if right. Ken's a pilot, she's a stewardess and like it, they kind of, yeah, you know. No, no, I swear to God, <laughs> like they didn't understand at the time. It's so funny. They were like, "Well, boys have jobs." This is the 1950s. They're really no, I discovering understand. this. So they kind of like, "You
0: didn't make these decisions." But
1: then, like, what they found was this. Barb, uh, sorry, Barbie got so big because it really inspired girls to be like, "Oh, I can have jobs." Huh Like it was all these Suddenly it's like Oh I could be a doctor A nurse Like a no stewardess No way that's awesome But they started off With kind of being like Well you're the You're the co-part to Ken Even though Barbie Was the first all they Like we're like Oh she needs a boyfriend You know like This right. really makes sense You know so girls right. Can play with a couple You know so it's so fucking weird how it like evolved and blew up
0: yeah wow yeah.
1: and all the while uh, Jack Ryan was like helping design it wor- really working hands on with like the designers of the clothing and like how it should look and how it should work so it's a little perverted that you realize this sex fiend is like that hands on with like it should look like it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah give yeah, her yeah, a yeah.
1: pearl uh, necklace yeah, yeah make her a librarian,
0: <laughs> make her a librarian. <laughs>
1: give her a little hat <laughs> give her a yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it, don't no one less button yeah <laughs> So that's the fucked up history of Barbie, I guess. Dude, I like that a lot, man. It is interesting, too. It sounds like an actual... How do you make a full legal claim on having created Barbie when that's the situation? Because she... I mean, you know, she was saying... We want a doll for girls that we can put clothes on. Yeah, and she did find the sex doll, but he fucking engineered it, right? I it's mean, har-
1: it's hard to say because as I look back, it's like it seems like Mattel was this kind of struggling company in a sense. Like they were doing okay, mostly because of Ruth. She was very business savvy, but they were basically making like rocking horses and like plastic other toys. D- kids' toy guns was kind of their Mattel's first thing. They invented like the cap uh, pistol machine gun. As opposed to a cap gun, it was, like, it goes through, like, a a machine gun. It's, like, wow of caps. So, that was kind of their big, like, whoa, (laughs) we got something here. So, they hired this developer. And I think they're having all these toy meetings of, like, what is the market we need to, like, break into. So, I think it's very collaborative. But at the end of the day, it's, like it's really hard when you create such a successful thing and it's, it has that many like hands in the kitchen, yeah. you know? And especially when you write, cause they were so happy to get this rocket engineer, this dude who was like, he's going to engineer all our new toys. Right. So let's write him whatever deal he wants. Right. We can't pay him the wage. Let's pay him 1.5%. And, and then it turns out he's insane. a sex pervert. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Plus he's telling everyone he's the creator of Barbie. Right, so it started hitting ahead like Barbie was really successful right from the get go but like right around the 70s which is when they sued him that's when they unveiled Malibu Barbie and it became the whole other generation of like this is one of the most popular toys ever like Malibu Barbie is like one of the most successful toys ever sold like every girl had a Malibu Barbie you know like yeah so it just got and and the money was, was out of
0: control so they sued him I mean, how many kids did he have when he died? Because he had five wives. Um, I think just two. Just the two?
1: Yeah. I haven't seen anything written about other than the two.
0: Because, I mean, that is sad. And how old was he when he died? 64. He was 64. Wow.
1: Yeah, and he'd been dealing with the you know physical health problems for a while at that right. point. So he was just ready to be like...
0: I'm done. He did make it pretty far. Made it pretty far? For a person who had fuck parties all the time and everyone hated him.
1: Had a sex dungeon.
0: Yeah, in his castle.
1: Sex dungeon! That's an
0: ACDC song that Absolutely. never got re-
1: released. I'm gonna take you to a sex dungeon! Yeah. They whip you all night.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's basically every ACDC <laughs> song. They're all called Sex Dungeon whether they called it that or not. Dude, fucking god, ACD. I've got big balls and <laughs> shut up, God, shut up, um, dude. That was a great episode, man. Thanks,
1: man. Uh, guys, if you want more of this, uh, we have some
0: Patreon episodes up. New Patreon episode came out this week, along with this. Episode. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not true. Last week, (laughs) and we have another one next week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, We had a Romeo and Juliet episode. We had one about Independence Day. If you guys want to know what the Patreon's like, it's basically this podcast, but it's a little bit looser. And we tend to talk about fictional suicides for the most part. And we also read some listener emails and we talk about uh, the suicide forest, just things that are a little bit off brand.
0: Suicide adjacent and read your emails. Yeah. Can I say something real quick, by the way, before we wrap up? Uh, is it this episode is interesting because there's no, I think this is the least we've talked about mental health hmm. in any episode. Yeah. And I think the reason for that is that, like, I didn't at any point think someone listening to this episode would <laughs> see themselves in that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: thought about it. The one note I kind of made is like extreme drug addiction, especially yeah. to cocaine and shit, it's basically like making yourself bipolar. Right It's like you're giving yourself medicine To become bipolar
0: Wow yeah So like
1: I don't know if we would be like Well he was clinically depressed I think he just gave himself Intense depression with this Sure Well
0: and drug addiction is a disease And he had
1: alcoholism for sure And it's
0: I mean it is Like you said A mental health problem You end up having to deal with But in itself it's a problem I mean those are all things To watch out for and take care of right Also I mean yeah The the trial thing, the stress of that, it's, I think that's the part of it that truly made me sad. Thinking about this person with deteriorating health going through a trial, like no matter what his life was yeah. and how bad he, it seems he was to people like that'll just fucking, you got to take care of yourself in those situations, man. I will yeah. drive you insane. No,
1: I know it's, it's, uh, it's weird because it's like the sympathy level, you know, I find with people is really hard when it's like, well, you spent like an insane amount of money on like parties and fucking. Yeah. So, you know, when you got in these dire financial straits, what was happening? But I think it's also like uh, relatable that like, you know, whenever you get in this sort of like uh legal trouble and also when you have substance abuse problems, it's like, these are clearly the things that are going to like, reach and end some like you're, yeah. you're there's no there's no way you're gonna like and then i was totally fine like you have to be very clear-headed if you're gonna go through a legal battle dude
0: yeah and
1: it, you it's know, stressful even if and you are sober drugs, yeah. you have to get like very level-headed you have right. to like really like focus on yourself focus right on your health make it a priority
0: right right <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Uh
1: Guys, also, if you want to check out my album recording in Chicago, it's August 31st and September 1st at the Lincoln Lodge. I think it's at the Under the Gun Theater. Both shows at 8 p.m.
0: Please come out. This is going to be great. Go to that. Go. Go. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. You are the absolute best. We love you. We're glad you're alive. And remember, We joke around about suicide and suicidal thoughts on this show, not because we take suicide lightly, because that's how we deal with it. So if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They will hear you. They know what you're going through. There is help out there. Please stay here with us and have a great night.